You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 31. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer, cycle instructor, and fitness ambassador. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Welcome back, everyone. I have a really exciting episode today because it is my first interview podcast, and I was really excited about this guest because it's my sister. A lot of you don't know it, but my sister, Lisa Druxman, is actually the pre-postnatal fitness expert. So she owns a company called Fit for Mom, and maybe you've seen the franchises because they're all over the country. Uh, They have classes for prenatal, for stroller strides where you actually work out with the baby and the jogger. And then uh, when the baby's a little older and you don't need to bring them with you anymore, they have fantastic classes called Body Back. So she'll tell you a little bit more about that. But honestly, my sister is the guru, the woman, the person to ask any questions when you have pre-postnatal fitness questions or concerns. So there are probably about seven or eight questions I always get from my mom clients, whether they're pregnant and want to work with me as soon as they have the baby or once they have the baby, they always ask me these same questions. And so I thought we would ask the expert. So here she is. Lisa, how are you today? I'm so excited to be on your show, Kim. Yay, super excited. I'm honored to be your first guest. Well, you are my first guest and I have to say partly because you're my sister and partly because you just have a lot of incredible information as the pre-postnatal fitness expert. I don't know if everybody out there realizes, at least my clients don't all know, but my sister is definitely the pre-postnatal fitness expert. And so Lisa, tell us a little bit about Fit for Mom, just a little bit about how it started and how you became this expert. All right. Well, we are celebrating our 15-year anniversary and you were around from the start of it because... I started the business after my son Jacob was born, so your nephew, uh, which, you know, it's funny now because he's over six feet tall and towers above both of us. Um, And so it was really one of those aha moments. I just wanted to blend my passion for fitness with motherhood. I was out on a stroller walk with Jacob, and I knew I could help moms get back in shape after having a baby. But really, it was selfishly. I wanted help for myself as a new mom, I had so many questions about sleeping and nursing. So I started a program called Stroller Strides where women work out with their baby. They have a certified instructor who lead them through a workout. And it's very much a culture and a community. And that idea just kind of took off. And so we ended up franchising the business. And as my kids got older, we added more programs. We added Fit for Baby, which is our prenatal program. We added Body Back, which is our high-intensity interval training program. So we now are really fitness for every stage of motherhood. And we have over 2,000 class locations nationwide. Amazing. So you have franchises all over the country. We do. Yes. We're really proud of that, too, because... Um, as much as we are all about taking care of these moms and giving them the strength for motherhood, I personally am also so about giving women career opportunities that are supportive of motherhood. Um, I believe there's not enough careers out there for us where we can just love what we do and that blend with our life as a mom. Yes. And I do have to say, I, I used to work for, for Lisa. I used to work for my sister and I would sell the franchises to she all did. these moms who wanted to own a business but didn't want to 
put the baby in daycare and go to a nine to five job. So I have to say, I think that your franchise is just probably the best business that a mom can own, not only because she can do it with her baby, but also because she's then offering this amazing thing to other women and bringing that motherly community to all those moms who absolutely need it. So I definitely think you've got the best franchise out there. Well, and not only are not only are you family, but you're part of our Fit for Mom family. You were with us for so many of those foundational years, and so we have some incredible memories with you. Um, and you're still in so many of the pictures. <laughs> and, uh, so you will forever be part of our Fit for Mom family. Very sweet. Well, let's get right into what most of my clients are probably interested in from your knowledge. And so I definitely have a ton of moms who listen to mm-hmm. my podcast and who do the Earn That Body program. And a lot of new moms come to me and I sort of have to hold them off and push them away a little bit and explain to them that they need to give their body a certain amount of time before they're worrying about losing weight and jumping right back into workouts. And so I sort of have this handful of questions that I get all the time from some prenatal clients and postnatal clients. So I think you're a perfect fit to answer these for them. All right, let's all do right. it. So the first question is, everybody wants to know uh, what what workout can they do when they're pregnant? So you find out you're pregnant and, and now they're afraid to work out. And there's so many old school, you know, things that say like you have to keep your heart rate a certain, you know, beats per minute, this and that. What is your recommendation for what a woman can do when she finds out she's pregnant for her workout? Well, this is one of my favorite questions to answer because pregnancy is not a state of sickness. It is just a change in your body and it's a significant change in your body. But exercise is going to improve your own health and the baby's health in almost all cases. So unless your doctor tells you you have any contraindications where you shouldn't be exercising, exercise is going to make you feel better throughout your pregnancy and has so many benefits for the baby. So if you feel good doing your old workout, whatever that might be, if you were spinning, even running, you're probably fine to do that. The most important thing is to really be listening to your body and how is your body feeling. Um, nowadays, the only concern that I have is that women are working out, and as you know, because you're like at such very high, high, high intensity levels, that is probably too extreme. There's no way for us to do research on what is it like to work out at these very, very high intensity levels. And so we want you to think if you're feeling good, your baby's probably feeling good. What's super important is consistency. So it's interesting because almost everything that's true for someone who is not pregnant is just even more true for someone who's pregnant. So just like it's not good for any of our clients or yours to jump into a workout and then not do it for a while and jump back Mm -hmm. in, right? You want them to be consistent. Well, that's even more so for a mom who's pregnant. So we would really like to see moms exercising most days of the week, um, if not all days of the week. I mean, certainly there's a time for rest, but it's that consistency. And it's consistency throughout each trimester. Now, what she's able to do in a first or second might be very different than third because she's not feeling that running feels right anymore. Mm -hmm. So she can bring it down, but being consistent is really important. Um, And while there's so many great prenatal yoga programs and prenatal yoga is great, so many people want more than that. They want more than just a gentle yoga stretch. And that was why we created the Fit for Baby programs is because let me tell you, you or I could go take a Fit for Baby class and we'd be like, that was an amazing total body workout. I'm sure. It's crazy. And um, 
our bodies change more in nine months of pregnancy than a man's will in his entire life. So we do have to respect all of the changes that are happening with our hormones, with our muscular structure, you know, and our anatomy. And so having a workout that's really addressing some of those uh, changes will just help you really get back and feel stronger after having that baby. Okay, yeah. And I really like what you said about you really have to honor your body and you have to listen to your body. Um, my coach, Natasha, I, who you, you now know. We love her. Well. We love Natasha, who's had her baby now. But she did stop running fairly early into her pregnancy because it just didn't feel right for her anymore. And I really respected that because let me tell you, she is a diehard runner. Like she's just starting to run again. She's so happy. But you have to listen to your body. And if it just doesn't feel right, I think that's always the first key is that you really need to just be aware now, Lisa, let me ask you this. Yeah. What do you think about these women who, and we're not judging, this is really just I, a question. I know what you're going to ask you, me. These women who like run a marathon pregnant. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me about like the CrossFit moms. Oh, no, like. I won't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go there. But I, you know, some women, they'll run a marathon pregnant. What's your feeling on that? Um, well, I think that you and I are both in agreement that even though you're a marathon runner and you're an Ironman triathlete, that it's pretty extreme and stress on the body, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's even more stress for a mom who's pregnant. Yeah. So I am not saying this woman's harming her body. We really don't know that. We have only anecdotal research, meaning we only have stories of the women who have done some of these things in marathons or, or CrossFits. Um, and so we really don't know yet, but just... I would just feel personally that just as a precaution, why push your body to be under such a level of stress? It is a level of stress when you're doing a marathon. Sure. Um, it's just to me, I look for everything for all exercise, even not pregnant. I look at risk versus reward, right? Mm -hmm. You know, what's the risk of this exercise compared to the benefit? And when we're talking about that, the risk is harming our baby or losing our baby. To me, that risk is just too much. So that's right. my personal recommendation. I would say that that is too, way too extreme. Absolutely. Okay. I like I have to agree as well. And we're not going into CrossFit because that'll just create a whole ruckus. <laughs> okay. My next question is not necessarily one that you're an expert on, but I have to say all the prenatal mommies want to know stretch, stretch marks. Is there anything you can do? I, you know, I, I, I'm not an expert on this. I'm not a skincare expert. Right. I've just known thousands of women. I just know you've talked to, I just know you talked to thousands of pregnant people. And so I you probably talked to know thousands of pregnant people and I have spoken to some of like the top skincare experts. Um, and so really what they have taught me, but again, I'm speaking from, from hearsay because I'm not the expert on this is first of all, most of it is hereditary. Yeah. So like some women get stretch marks and some don't, yeah. some people have skin that's far more resilient. So there's, not a whole lot you can do. Mm -hmm. um, but certainly there are a lot of people who say that certain types of oils and bombs, even coconut oil, like the more you can just keep things moisturized, right. that that can help. Um, I think that there's a few products on the market that are specific to stretch marks, but I really honestly couldn't tell you how well they work. I know. So. I, it is very genetic. And I think we're both lucky because you don't have any stretch marks, right? No. I, I don't have I, any either. So I think that we got that genetic, but we both have a thanks, little bit. Mama. Yeah, but we both have a little bit of cellulite. And so hey, there you go. Okay. Yeah, there you <laughs> you go. can't have no. everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So 
the mommy has her baby and then of course they come to me people come to me honestly when they're pregnant and they're like how quickly can i start your program and so sad. <laughs> I'm, i know it's so sad and first of all if it's a new mom i'm like oh you have no idea what your life is about to be like you have no idea what sleep deprivation is like the last thing you want to be doing is worrying yeah. about getting your workout in or logging calories so when is a woman able to get back to working out after a baby is born you know, it's interesting because my answer might surprise you on both levels. One, you can start much sooner than you think. A lot of women are told they're not supposed to start a regular exercise program till six weeks. And the only thing at six weeks that's magical is that's when you have your doctor appointment. Mm -hmm. It's not that something happened at six weeks. You can actually do some very basic restorative exercises as soon, like I wouldn't say like moments after, but in the hospital even. Like we want to move our body. I believe that you should move your body and every joint of your body every single day. And I would hate for a mom to wait till six weeks mm -hmm. to do that. She can start some gentle restorative core exercises. She can start walking gently, but it's gently. And so we use, you know, kind of that analogy of baby steps of just take small baby steps each day and increase and see how you're feeling. A woman's body is so incredible. Like, especially after having a baby, it tells you if you're doing too much. Yeah. So um, if for women who haven't had babies, please forgive me for a moment. But like you get discharge after having a baby mm -hmm. and it's going to get less and less and it's going to get less deep red. It's going to get darker color. If it starts to increase or get brighter red, your body is giving you a sign you are doing too much. Mm -hmm. Pull back. So my first answer is that you can actually start doing um, some stuff sooner. I'm really excited because in 2017, this year coming up, we are actually going to be creating some um, exercises for brand new moms because oh, they don't come to us until after the six weeks. Exactly. And so we want to start supporting them sooner so that they can start, um, you know, helping their body. On the other side, I am a huge believer that that first year is a year of just survival. Mm -hmm. And the last thing that I want a mom to do is worry about losing weight. And I get that that's what she's worried about, but we really want to start to retrack her thinking of, I want to be a healthy mom so I can be a healthy mom for my baby. I want strength for my baby so that I can be there and have all my energy. And that's why even we don't recommend body back for our new moms. Mm -hmm. We recommend stroller strides. Sure. Um, so it's going to be different for every single mom, but I would say, you know, certainly for those first six months after having a baby to start slow and just build up to what feels comfortable to you. A mom is at her weakest point really after having a baby in terms of like everything has changed and yet she's expected to take on her biggest burden of her entire life physically with this baby with sleep deprivation. So if you just jumped right back into your old exercise program without building back up, mm -hmm. you could really do yourself more harm than good. So my suggestion is to really take into account the changes that have happened to your body. Um, you think about, so some of the changes physically is that your head jets forward, your shoulders jet forward, they round forward because your chest muscles will, will shorten, your breasts have probably enlarged. So, you know, you get a little bit of a rounded back. Your abdominal muscles have completely stretched and lost a lot of their integrity over that uterus, and your hips have tilted forward, so you get an anterior pelvic tilt, um, and a variety of other things. And so 
if you don't address those changes, they're going to stay like that. So a lot of women who say like, oh, I've got this pooch or whatever, a lot of it is just getting her body back literally, like starting to work more on her back muscles and stretching her chest, working on her glute strength and opening up her hip flexors. And certainly core is just like essential at every single level. Mm-hmm. And that leads me to this next question. And this is okay. something I'd never heard of before. But it's been brought to my attention recently. Um, Someone sort of like pointed to a woman who's had a baby recently. She's an athlete. And she said, look, she still has that baby bump. But she had her baby like, you know, nine months ago, almost a year. But it looks like she still has a baby bump. And we heard that that's because she got back to working out too soon. And I'd, I'd never heard of that. There is absolutely no justification or no truth to that. Okay. Um, so certainly uh, the uterus doesn't just snap right back into place after having a baby. It does take time. It doesn't take a year. But so a woman is still going to look pregnant. It's really it's like the saddest thing oh, after yeah. having a baby. You like, you're like, really? This is, <laughs> this is what I still look like? So you might still need to wear your maternity clothes. But you returning to exercise has nothing to do with your uterus shrinking um, and that that is absolutely not. It's the just case. probably you know some people's uteruses will take longer than others, and maybe she's not working the core properly. Also, maybe she needs to change some of her workouts, even though she's a strong athlete. But yeah, I I just didn't want to like hear people talking like that and be afraid to go work out because they're. I mean, obviously you don't want to go back like you said, like too intense, too early, but not be- because it's going to have an effect on your belly. No. Okay. Good to know. I wanted to know that. Now my next question is because everybody wants to know how quickly can we get that baby in the jogger so we can start running again? Well, I, you know, I'm really going to say that it depends on the jogger that you have. So um, you really want to find a jogger that is going to be as smooth as possible. One of the reasons why we are such fans of the Bob jogger, that's the one that we use. We have a Stroller Strides Bob jogger, but I don't care. I just love all of the Bob joggers is because they've got such, they've got shock absorption and it's really smooth. But even with that, even with the Bob jogger, they say you can put the baby in the jogger with the infant car seat adapter from, you know, zero to eight weeks. Um, you So right away you could put the baby in that infant car seat adapter, but that's to walk only. Mm-hmm. They recommend that you are walking from eight weeks to eight months, all right? And that you're not jogging or going off road until after eight months. Really? You know, yeah. So what really is recommended is, I mean, you want to think about that you don't want this baby's little head. They don't have any sort of neck strength to to hold themselves. So um, I would additionally recommend getting some of those little, um, there's a name for it, but I can't think of it. There's like little neck uh, a little neck thing. pillows, yeah. Yes, thank you. A little neck pillow. Now, I'm not saying get that and then go off road, but I'm saying like do what you can to give those babies as much support as possible. Um, and that was one of the reasons why I created Stroller Strides. It's a walking program mm-hmm. where we have lots of moms who run, but you take your baby out and you walk and then you do a strength station where like you might do push-ups at a table or tricep dips at a bench, but you start with walking. Right. And so really eight months, you, uh, you shouldn't that, run a baby and a jogger until they're eight months. That is the official Bob recommendation. I think that's but again, really important what, for people to know. Yeah. And that, and that I, so everybody should check what their own stroller recommendations are, okay. but we, we are definitely, um, in support of the recommendations of Bob. Absolutely. And just so everybody knows, Bob jogger 
is the best jogger out there, in my opinion. They do make, actually, a Stroller Strides jogger, which was so exciting. I remember when you made that relationship with them. But they truly are. I, I, I mean, I definitely tried a ton of joggers back when Charlie was a baby. And even what I see today, there is nothing sturdier than the Bob jogger. And if you are going to be a runner, you want a Bob because you want it to be super sturdy. And the wheels on them are amazing. And yeah, absolutely. I'm a raving fan, like a raving, like I don't just say this because Bob is a partner. I am a raving fan of their quality. It is truly like, okay. So when Jacob was born, I had like five different strollers. When Rachel was born, all I had was my Bob. That was all I needed. You could use it for everything and know what else. It has the highest resale value. So when you're ready to be done with it, it like, it really keeps a very, very high value. You'll sell it on Craigslist in a day. Probably because it it stays in shape so well. Like it It doesn't fall apart. Yeah. It's great quality. Okay. Good to know. Um, the next question I probably get the most from my clients is talking about diastasis. And Mm -hmm. so if you could give us a little definition, so some people who don't know what that is, um, and then how do we, how do we handle it? What do I tell clients who have it, what they can and can't do? Okay. So you know what you always think of as like your six pack? So when you think about the musculature of your belly, it runs vertically. This is what's your rectus abdominis. And it has a connective tissue that's between um, the center. And that connective tissue is called the linea alba. Now, as a woman's pregnancy progresses, that does have to separate a little bit in order to create you know, room for the baby. Now, everybody gets a different amount of separation. We all get some. So like just the fact that you have a separation is not enough to be concerned with. To see if you have a normal separation, um, if you, uh, and I'll give you a link, Kim, that you can put on your podcast notes. Okay. Um, so that if, so if people go to your website and go to your notes, I'll give you a link so someone can really see how to test themselves. Great. But what you do is you're going to lie down and you put your fingers right between that little center spot and you curl up as if you were going to do like a crunch. If you have zero to three finger widths, that is considered a normal separation. Anything more than three is of concern. And your doctor is probably going to check that at your six-week postpartum check. If you feel like you have more than three and they don't test you, then ask them to check it. Um, And most of the time, it is not a concern. I want to say, to be honest, that I feel like this topic gets far more hype than it really needs to. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not look as pretty. So somebody who's incredibly lean like you, Kim, with a really um, strong, like if you had a huge separation, we would see it. And okay. so you'd be like, oh man, you know, my six pack doesn't look so pretty. Huh. For most people, you wouldn't really even see it because most of us have a layer of fat that you're not going to even notice it. But again, if you have more than three fingers, then you're probably going to, you know, want to check with your doctor. During pregnancy, if it's really getting big, that's when we would say, okay, we want you to be more careful of some of the twisting exercises. We don't want to do things that are going to exacerbate it. The truth is everybody wants to worries about it after having a baby. That's when they really notice it. And once you've had the baby, there's not a lot you can do to worsen it. It is what it is. It it just, it is. Um, So there are lots of products out there, lots of wraps, lots of things that make a lot of claims that this is going to knit your diastasis back together. Um, I would say it wouldn't hurt you to try it, but I personally am not a believer. I believe in 
really just basic, strong, consistent core work. I believe your body is going to restore itself as it's supposed to. Um, and so that's kind of my take on diastasis. And like, so they can do oblique exercises and, you know, I've read stuff and it's like, you're not supposed to do any of these exercises if you have diastasis, you know, like you have to be so cautious about what kind of ab work you do after, you know, post baby. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, you have to be more cautious during baby because that's when the body's continuing to separate, but not but after, a- but not so much afterwards. Interesting. No. All right. I'd love to see you write I think, an article. You need to write an article on this because I, that's why need- I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a link. Okay. I'm going to give. You, I'm going to give you a link with an article and a test okay, on it. Okay. Perfect. Because so. yeah, there's way too many people like. And again, sometimes I think they just do it to make a business out of it. You know what? What to do if you have diastasis? And it has to be all this special stuff. And actually, sounds like not. Now there I, does come a point where some people, like a doctor, will recommend surgery, right? Absolutely. But that's a, a doctor who's going to recommend that. And it's again, extreme. remember that I have seen thousands of moms, yeah. and I've only seen that maybe two times. So people are kind of hypersensitive to that. Hypersensitive. Okay. And there's and and there's just a lot. I mean, just like there is for weight loss, right? There's a million like weight loss hype things mm-hmm. like um so there's a, quite a few products out there hyping it up and scaring women and I think it is hype and so like I said if you want to try a wrap or something go for it but I absolutely don't think it's necessary it's kind of like um the socks you wear after running the name just you know <laughs> the compression socks. It's like compression socks. There's no research that shows it's helping you, but it's not going to hurt you. So yeah. if it makes you feel better to wear a wrap, you know, it's fine, but it's not necessarily going to help you. Correct. Okay. Now, breastfeeding and mm-hmm. intense exercise. Is there, I recall something when, and again, I had Charlie 14 years ago, but that intense exercise increases that lactic acid and you have to be careful of that with breastfeeding. Is this true? Yeah, so the really good news is that you can absolutely breastfeed and exercise. Um, It it will not decrease the quality of your milk. It will not change the quantity of your milk. If your baby is fussy, chances are it's because your breast has sweat on it. So Mm -hmm. just clean your your boob up Mm -hmm. afterwards. Um, So almost all the studies say not to worry about it. There have been a couple of research studies that have showed that you're right for very, very high intensity exercise that it can cause lactic acid and so might affect the quality of your milk. So if you are still nursing, again, I would proceed with caution just to say that HIIT HIIT workouts are really extreme levels where you're doing a lot of anaerobic training. It might not be appropriate. We just don't have enough information out there. So, um, and that's, again just depending on how long you nurse. Um, so that would be my recommendation there. Okay. And it's that intense exercise that you're probably more likely to get that lactic acid. And so maybe the baby would be fussy. You think if they, if that did, if it was in the breast milk? Yeah. I, I think the baby would be fussy that, uh, you know, just wouldn't like it. Probably wouldn't even like the taste of it. Okay. Um, so that would be my concern there. Okay. So probably a good thing. I remember when I had Charlie, I used to chart everything, you know, how much sleep they got, you know, what did, what did I do on the day he slept the most? But if you're working out <laughs> a lot and, and you know, your milk supply and you're supposed to, you know, chart all of that, you might start taking note of a really intense workout day and maybe a day that the baby was fussy. Maybe you could find some correlation. Mm-hmm. 
And everybody nurses for different amounts of time. But again, if you take my recommendation, that that first six months is really more about survival. And I'm not saying not to work out. I'm just saying this is not the time for, I think, a HIIT workout, which is a high-intensity interval workout or really extreme anaerobic training. So chances are that first six months where you're really nursing all the time, you're fine because you're not doing those kinds of workouts. After that, you're starting to give them more solid foods and other kinds of foods. And, you know, I think that you and I are both on the same page anyways, that you don't want to only do HIIT workouts and anaerobic workouts. It's too intense anyways. Mm -hmm. So at that point, you're starting to feed your baby other kinds of foods. And so I think it all works out. Perfect. Now, realistically, Mm -hmm. everybody wants to just know, how long does it take to get your body back? (laughs) I know. I know. Give us the magic number, Lisa. There's so much pressure because you see all these celebrities that's like two weeks later, right? Oh my gosh, yes. It's like so not fair. Um, And I also want to remind you, you don't have a personal chef and a personal trainer and that is their job to look like that. Like that is their job. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And nannies taking care of babies Mm -hmm. and everything else. And they probably still don't really look like that. They're just showing you They just show you their best picture at the best angle that they can get Then they Photoshop it and filter it. (laughs) So... um, my birth, my, my basic recommendation is it took you nine months to have this baby. Give yourself nine months to restore your body. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that I don't have moms who get back in shape, even better shape before that? No, I absolutely do. But I would love for it to be that this first year of motherhood is more about you regaining strength, regaining energy, and being a healthy mom for your child um, because that's what your baby needs most. Mm-hmm. And if that is your focus, everything just happens. Um, so I will tell you that the more you can stay in shape during your pregnancy, the better it is. So if you go into your pregnancy saying, oh, this is my chance to eat for two and like eat all the stuff that I would normally not let myself eat. Don't do that. Like be healthier during your pregnancy than any other time. I don't mean dieting. I mean like fueling your body with amazing foods, still exercising consistently. Um, It will help the healthier and stronger you are, the better your labor is probably going to go and the quicker your body is going to recover. So I hear women all the time in stroller strides who tell me, oh my gosh, like I'm recovering from this pregnancy so much quicker. I'm getting back in shape so much quicker. So if you go into it healthy and strong, it will absolutely help you. Um, And so please just don't put the pressure on Be consistent, take care of yourself. Yeah, and I also tell my clients, like, I prefer not to work with a client if they're still breastfeeding. Unfortunately, I can't hold some of my clients back because, you know, I I really don't like to work with a client until they're six months postpartum. That's always my, my minimum that I want to do. And then I always say, like, if when you're done breastfeeding, even if that's at a year, I'd prefer to work with you then because I really feel like the body is not going to go back to normal until breastfeeding is done. And then if you think about all the sleep deprivation going on in that first year, and we know that you need Mm -hmm. a certain, you know, seven to eight hours of sleep for all of your weight loss hormones to be, you know, spread through the body and whatnot. I mean, you're really asking too much of your body to think that you're going to have your body back you know, before a year or that sleep is on track or that you're not breastfeeding anymore. Like all of these things play a huge role in weight loss. So to expect too much from yourself, I just think, I don't know, it's too easy to think that you failed then. And I I don't want moms to think that. I, have you ever heard of the term Kaizen? Kaizen is a Japanese term of continuous, never ending improvement. 
And I would love for all of our clients, pregnant men, whatever, okay, to take on this approach of wherever I'm at, I'm going to just focus on small steps forward. And people always want this quantum leap. They want to go from, I just had a baby and I look like I'm still pregnant to I want to look like Kim Kardashian or whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. they want this quantum leap. No, just each day go, okay, I'm, and I, maybe it's each week because if some days you're going to be behind, just, I'm going to continue to make improvement, continue to get healthier, continue to get stronger and imagine where you'd be if every day you made a percent better. Right. It's a gradual, it's not an overnight, yes. it's a gradual. Well, that is awesome. Tell everyone how they can find um, a fit for mom classes prenatal, right? And then so, Stroller yeah, pre- Strides. Fit for baby. Fit for baby. Pre- okay, yes. fit for baby is prenatal classes. Stroller Strides is when you have that baby in the jogger and you want to work out with moms. And then Body Back is an awesome program she has. It's more of the live boot camp, serious, no baby with you, no oh, mercy. <laughs> and that is like, uh, you know, after the baby is not with you anymore. So tell them how they can find a class in their area. You can find any of our classes at fitformom.com and it's fit with the number four mom.com and you just put in your zip code and find a location nearest you. And if there's not one near you, then certainly maybe you would be our next franchisee. Let us know. Absolutely. And then also, if if you are sort of that new mommy right now, for one, I have to tell you, the support alone that you get in these classes is worth everything because sometimes you just need to ask another mom, like, is this normal? You know, is this diaper normal? Is this supposed to happen when I breastfeed? So when you go to these Stroller Strides classes, I just always felt like that community support was even more valuable than the workout sometimes. I do too. But another thing is, um, Lisa, you have a podcast that is so fantastic for moms and you talk about some really important topics. How can they find your podcast? Uh, just go onto iTunes or Google Play or wherever you're listening, and it's the Motivating Mom Podcast. And so it's my chance to talk to moms at every stage of motherhood, and we talk about food and fitness and a lot about getting women out of overwhelm and into a life of health and happiness. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being Thanks, with us my today. Sister. Thank you for being my first interview podcast. And I know that tons of women are going to appreciate hearing the answer to these diehard questions they're always asking me. I love you, Kim. All right. I'm so proud of you. Have a great day. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed the interview. Thank you, Lisa. That was an awesome uh, interview today because those were the questions that I keep getting from my clients, whether they come to me before they have the baby and they ask me these questions, they come to me after the baby, they have these questions, and you finally answered everything they wanted to hear. So I hope you all enjoyed that interview. I will be doing more interviews in the podcast coming up, excited about some guests ahead. Now, I do have some show notes that I'm going to include because Lisa's going to give me the diastasis form that talked about a few things she talked about. So you might want to look that up. All you need to go do is go to earnthatbody.com and go to the podcast link, or there's a tab on the top, and you will find this podcast episode with a link to her information. And again, if you would like to check out more for Fit for Mom, go to fitformom.com and you'll find everything you need to know there about Lisa Druxman and her company. Have a fantastic and super healthy week. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Periscope. 